We've talked at times over the years about personal scripture. That is sort of those readings that come back to inform you and that you find depth and meaning in as you read them again and again and revisit them so that there's not just one book of scripture. One of mine is the writings of Sharon Parks that I come back to. And this reading is from her subheading of her chapter called Meaning and Faith. It's about young adulthood in a changing world. The title of the book is Big Questions, Worthy Dreams, Mentoring Young Adults in Their Search for Meaning, Purpose, and she uses the word faith. We human beings seem unable to survive and certainly cannot thrive unless we can make meaning. We need to be able to make some sort of sense out of things. We seek pattern, order, coherence, and relation in the disparate elements of our experience. If life is perceived as only fragmented and chaotic, we suffer confusion, distress, stagnation, and finally, despair. This capacity and demand for meaning is what I invite you to associate with the word faith. For most of us, this represents a shift from the usual connotations. Faith is often linked exclusively to belief, particularly religious belief. But faith goes far beyond religious belief, parochially understood. Faith is more adequately recognized, this is in italics, as the activity of seeking and discovering meaning in the most comprehensive dimensions of our experience. Faith is the activity of seeking and discovering meaning in the most comprehensive dimensions of our experience. Faith is a broad, generic human phenomenon. To be human is to dwell in faith, to dwell in the sense one makes out of life. What seems ultimately true and dependable about self, world, and cosmos, whether that meaning be strong or fragile, expressed in religious or secular terms. This way of understanding the nature of faith has value for secular and religious folks alike, and it addresses our culture's current hunger for a shared language about things spiritual. Back in 2013, um, I gave a talk that some of you may remember titled, Faithful I Am. Hmm. The title came from Yoda, the, the Jedi teacher in the movie Star Wars, or it really came from the way he talked. Yoda was, or I would say Yoda is, about two feet tall with wrinkled skin and large pointed ears that have tufts of hair on the top. And he often spoke with inverted statements so that a declaration held the sense of a question. He followed the inquiring statement with that sound of thinking or pondering, of wondering and reflecting. Hmm. You are smart becomes smart you are. Hmm. Yes, you are smart, but his statement contains an element of questioning. Really? 
And then what does that really, really mean? So faithful I am hmm, is just such an inquiring statement. And it's faithful. There's a, a line between faith and full. Faithful. Really? I know it to be true even as I try to express what I mean by it while also in the process of exploring it. Hmm. The Buddhist notion of beginner's mind comes to mind. Knowing and unknowing are not separate dualisms or points of arrival, but always live together and then complement each other. Yoda, in fact, looks very much like a little Buddha with tufts of hair on the top of his ears. It was the Buddha who urged his students to test the teachings, to build their understanding through practice and the trials of life experience. Trust built, trust built understanding and knowing, trust built faith. The author of our reading today, Sharon Parks, was a professor of mine while I was at Divinity School, and she then went on to teach in the Harvard Business School and the Kennedy School of Government. Her writings and teachings have focused on how adults, particularly young adults, make meaning and how we all find worthy direction and purpose in our life. When we get up in the morning, what is it that we do and why do we do it and why does it feel like part of a bigger thing? She speaks of faith as the larger word for this meaning, for this meaning making in both the context of the religious world and secular business. She's worked, she says, to reclaim faith as a word for one's sense in the ultimate character of existence, that knowing that you live out and settle into. Faith is different from belief, she says. It's a more fundamental dynamic than belief. It's that larger, deeper understanding or orientation from which our beliefs or the beliefs we act from actually emerge. Quote, faith's one sense of the ultimate character of existence not only centers the mind and provides a resting place for the heart, it is also the orienting guide of the hand. Faith determines action. Faith is manifest in act. Faith is intimately related to doing. Our faith is revealed in our behavior. She separates, or as she says, emancipates faith from its too easy equation with belief and religion and tries to reconnect it with meaning, trust, and truth. In early English, to believe, she said, actually connoted an essential human activity involving the whole person. To believe was where you set one's heart and then how the whole person relates to the world. But in recent times, the word belief has shifted. It has come to mean more opinion, even the dubious or false. What is your belief? And then it's a boxed set of beliefs that connote what religion you belong to. Once rational knowledge was distinguished from belief in this way, belief then became associated with irrational knowledge. So that now, quote, when the word faith is used synonymously with belief, it takes on these connotations. That's why Park says, if we are to recover an adequate understanding of human faith, 
we must be clear that when we use the word faith, we are speaking of something quite other than belief understood in these narrow ways. Faith is not simply a set of beliefs that religious people have. It is something that all human beings do. We are meaning-making animals. We are doing our best to lead lives of consequence, purpose, goodness, and intent all the time. We are faithful. The poet Mary Oliver frames the context of faith with her well-known question. Tell me, what is it you plan to do with this one wild and precious life? Faith broadly and deeply understood is a very good word for both the approach and the content of how we might answer it. Since this is the, well, last couple of months, we're adjusting to Mary Oliver being gone. From another poem that we're real familiar with of Mary Oliver's Wild Geese. Faith is what the world offers to your imagination, your place in the family of things. She says, let's see, meanwhile the world calls to you, offers itself to your imagination, calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over announcing what? Your place in the family of things. Faith is that word for how you come to understand your place in the family of things. We're all doing that. We're all finding our place. We're living our answers to the question each and every one of us in our each and very own ways. We're each taking and making the most of the opportunity that the universe has formed in us, that is winked in to this shape that is each of us. Faith is how we orient ourselves in this vast, mysterious landscape for meaning that we call life. It's our larger frame of purpose and significance. James Fowler talks about faith as intuiting life as a whole. Our faith helps us settle in and feel we belong where we are. It moves with us as we live our lives forward. In her book, Parks, takes all the many aspects of faith and approaches them from several different directions. But here's a good summary sentence. We recognize faith in many manifestations as the primal force of promise, as our everyday activity of meaning-making, both ultimate and intimate, and as act. So we say here at the Unitarian Universalist Fellowship of Hendersonville, that we are a people of faith. Even as I use that word, there's some people in the audience sitting there with their arms folded. Because many of us feel some resistance to saying that word. Our resistance to that statement is tied up with the way we connect it to the way people frame religious beliefs. Our resistance contains the sense that you can't tell me what to believe. We resist because we have lived the connection of the word faith with an assent to the propositions of belief narrowly understood. We then resist the word religious for similar reasons. 
because as we understand it, it connotes competing beliefs. But I think just as religion is a good word for our larger orientation, I think faith is a good word for how we make meaning, how we approach, how we construct this larger context that we move in and from and around. It isn't that you take my faith, it's that you form your faith. And then you get up in the morning and walk out the door and greet the sun and it feels right and good. That comes from a foundational understanding of how you're connected. Informed by this broader fundamental sense that we're calling faith, that we have been talking about this morning, I've started speaking of religion as orientation. I then explore the trust-built orientation of our two traditions, universalist and Unitarian. You've heard me say this before. What is the center of this faith? What is its, quote, sense of the ultimate character of existence? What is our orientation to a primal force of promise, a sense of something larger than ourselves? What is the nature of existence? Universalist tradition says one human family, one origin, one nature, one destiny. In God language, they were saying it's a loving God. All are saved. Without God language, the sun shines on everyone. The force of life or joy is always trying to come forth given half a chance. And somewhere in the middle, between these two forms of understanding, somewhere between God language and not God language, is the language that personalizes this persistent push of life. There is good intent at the heart of the universe, inclusive. How do we orient our everyday activity of meaning making? Or the theological question that we're all asking, what does it mean to live well? What does it mean to live a good life? Unitarian tradition had an exalted view of what that can mean, of human possibility, with Jesus originally as that teacher and exemplar. Jesus was not God in this structure, but he understood what it meant to live well, and that was in relation to the inclusive nature and promise of the universe. But our knowledge of exemplars has grown as our awareness of the world has grown. So there are many good models for living how? Faithfully, in right relationship. I would add that one of the most enlightening aspects of faith is trust, and also trust in the experience, wisdom, and insights of a larger community than just one person alone. Faith as trust. Here it is the trust in the people who've gone before us, those who sit around us, and those who say yes, this is a good way to live. Yes, life is like this. They are inspired with that breath. And thirdly, I would take in faith as act. What are we to do? How are we to act? We say we are a radically incarnational faith. That is, we help bring this inclusive nature of the universe and right living into existence through our actions. We make it real in our lives and our society by what we do and how we do it. 
That's what Judith was sharing is that she says, I live out. I try to live out more and more what I understand to be guiding understandings in my life. We are about what? Practice. Engaged. Everything we do is practice, spiritual practice in a very real sense. Our faith, our sense of meaning organizes our life's practices. Our practice affirms and crafts the meaning we are making. It builds our trust. Yes, we are people of faith. Inclusive promise, inspired meaning making, and engaged faithful action. Trust built through practice and experience. Practice. What we do with our lives matters, says Maureen Kalorum, and a caring world is possible after all. Our faith is revealed in our behavior. So if you think about it, it's trust built by us. It's the way you live your lives in this town, the way you live your faith, the way you practice what you value in your interactions, your personal daily interactions, your associations and your commitments. They speak volumes about who we are and what Unitarian Universalism means. If you are kind, we are kind. If you are socially engaged, we are socially engaged. If you are somebody that people look to and say, I like who they are, we are somebody they look to and say, I like who they are. If you are those people, it also challenges the parochial notions of belief and what it means to be good and right and whole in the world because you are living your faith into the world. Goodness and presence create their own voice and challenge. People take Unitarian Universalism seriously or this orientation seriously because they know you and they know what they see in you. Trust-built faith. Unitarian Universalism, an inclusive religious orientation of faith, I would say a faith that gave me a home in a bigger, wiser understanding than I could get from evolutionary biology alone, but that still held all that science and explanation and wonder within a larger wisdom. Meaning that challenged me to always keep expanding and challenging my comfortable circle of compassion and my framings of justice. A faith that welcomed me in and let me know that I could be faithful without God per se, that's just me, without my religion being centered on the Bible, and even, I would say, if I came in without a strong notion of church. It was a way I could be unapologetically religious and participate in constructing and working with this bigger picture within which we live. I wrote a quick note that said, I have faith in the ecology and generativity of life and the wisdom teachings of the world religions that call us to compassion and work for justice and inclusion. I am a non-Christian, religious, humanist, ecologist living with and into a sense of something more. Don't challenge me on that. That was just a quick note <laughs> that I did. 
So in here, I can be part of a faith community. I can be part of a larger self. I can be part of larger hope. I can be part of the distributed intelligence of the traditions and of a people and energy who orient like I do, or rather who say yes. Our experience is testing living this open faith too, and together we affirm yes. Life is and can be like this. So I would say go Live your faith fully in and through your experience. Live the details and particulars of your one wild and precious life. Then you are being faithful. You belong. Now take your place in the family of things. There is this big picture that holds you even as together we make it so. So I'm going to put this out to you and say, if I ask the question or from saying this, what comes to mind? What were your reactions with your, with your arms folded or not? Um, your experience. What trust have you found? What trust have you built? If I say, faithful I am, hmm. What's in the hmm? Is there anybody who has any response? Very good. Yeah, Keith. And I don't think, I think the microphone's batteries are dead. So if you stand up, I'll try to get some batteries while you're doing this, Keith. Cigar is just a cigar. <laughs> I just had to use it to make a point, that's all. Thank you, Keith. You're not alone. Anybody else? I feel I have to do this because I've talked to Jim more than once about I love talk back. I wish we did that more. So here I am <laughs> practicing what I said. Anyway, faith for me is confusing because I do equate faith with believing blindly, and I have trouble with that. I really like to have things make sense to me and have some concrete reason for what I believe and have faith in. So I really do struggle with what I consider to be what my faith is, I, I usually go to believe. I believe that. I believe that rather than I have faith in that. So that's, that's my confusion mostly between those two words. Um, one of the things for me is that, um, let's see, how to share with you in the right words what is the largest container <laughs> within which you make meaning or you s see yourself. When I use the word orientation, I move in the world um, with an understanding, a compass that guides me. 
And it has to do with, like I said, being connected in this whole big creative energy of life and being one with. And that a part of how I need to move in the world is to, again, that notion of compassion, reaching out and connecting to other beings and other ways of being in the world. And I can relax into that sense. I don't just do it as my biologist self, which has these pieces. I then connect it with a sense of something more. Now, don't go into irrational stuff. The wisdom teachings of the world are about people connecting within that larger understanding. And I would say to each of us, what is your larger understanding that organizes your life? Examine what the pieces are and how you live. And then ask yourself, what is the bigger picture that these pieces come from and that they make sense? That's what I'm using the word faith um, to mean. I'm not saying I have faith in God. I'm not saying that I have faith in these religious um, structures. If you get too definite about my sense of something more than you're getting into that. But I also, if you start arguing about um, there's only the rational, I have a sense that there's something more. So, yeah, Lee. And that was her answer whenever I, as a kid, would ask a question about religion. It was always, well, honey, we just have to accept that on faith. And to me, that was always an unsatisfactory answer. It's one of the reasons I'm here, by the way. Right. And that's precisely why I'm trying to do this project, which is to reclaim the word faith because it has so much meaning, to give you a sense of freedom and opening into that wider sense of what you are living. She was answering, you just have to have faith. And the next phrase would be in the church and what the church is saying. So it gave you that structure. It gave you, and so you moved in life without forming this other sense because you were being given it in a real way. You can see where that's gone recently. I haven't had much time to form this thought fully, so you'll just have to bear with me. But I recently saw a picture, it might have even been on the internet, of a bird sitting on a branch, and it said that she never worried about the branch breaking because her faith was not in the branch, but in her own wings. And I kind of feel that if you believe in a system and it lets you down, like if you have a, a religion, uh, Catholic religion, let's just use that as an example, unfortunately. But 
they must be struggling. People who have been raised in that faith must be struggling today with all that's going on. Whereas we have faith in our own goodness, our own efforts to make the world a better place, and in each other uh, as a loving community. And that, to me, is where my faith is. Well, and um, I guess what to respond very quickly, we've said the Catholic Church, but there are many in the Catholic Church, that's the wisdom that share the orientation and the way of being, the inclusive way of being in the world that we share. They just have a different um, way of approaching it. What we're addressing where we say our faith has failed us, we're failed them, is the institution and the, the structure and people's behavior. And then when we have faith in ourselves, in our community, um, it will let us down because we are humans. But one of the way to understand faith is that we look around and see people who are saying, yes, life is like this, and yes, it works well if you live like this, and we can all be in this together. And that's what I mean, we do that, and then we keep testing it and trusting, building it on trust, on experience, on the meaning that comes from doing that. We don't give it out to somebody. We work with it. I think in most other religions, their faith is about um, the afterlife, that there's heaven and everything's going to be a lot better than it is here. And my answer to them is, because I don't believe in heaven or hell, that um, I have more faith than you do because I don't rely on a book. I rely on the universe. And I think whatever it is, is okay. I embrace the mystery of whatever it is. <laughs> I'm Fred. I'm new here. And first of all, I would like to apologize. I have to leave early because I didn't know how long this would be. But for me, um, faith is gra grace and synchronicity. That's as far as I've gotten with it. I agree with a lot of what other people have said. I never believed that you could put God in a box. And I don't also believe that things always work out the way we'd like them to. But I do think I experienced grace in the middle of great sadness uh, just a few days ago and, and some synchronicity as well. So that for me is faith, and I hope I see you all again, and I apologize that I have to leave early. to wrap this up in the next few minutes. Faithful I am. Mm? The mm at the end of that has always meant to me what a slippery concept, evolving concept faith is. And as uh, I think of myself as a relaxed agnostic primarily, um, the one thing that emerges from that concept of faith for me is the one practical rule that I seem to find across almost every religious tradition, which is essentially some version of the golden rule. And it seems to work almost all the time in almost all the ways. 
And so that forms a, a basis to explore faith if you don't have the, the conventional religious structure. My name is Steve. I'm a first-time visitor here as well. When I think of the subject in, in the sermon today, I think of a, um, a photo that I saw oh, about 30 or 40 years ago, uh, which had two ministers, a Christian minister and an Orthodox Jewish rabbi, riding a bicycle built for two, and the heading at the bottom of this illustration was Mission Impossible. And I think of it as this is such a medium, you, um, you, that we can all accept what we choose to accept and yet be cognizant and respectful of all other cultures. And I think it's, it's beautiful. You're in trouble now. <laughs> you know, I kind of look at my life as being very people-oriented. I've always looked at people and had a lot of faith in the majority of them. Even though in my occupation, I'd run into a lot of bad people. The thing that's, that's where my faith is being questioned now is there are so many people that I've worked with and loved throughout the years who all of a sudden their views are so much different than mine that I don't even know how I'm going to interact with them. Uh, it's, uh, it, I'm very happy to be here because I, I've run into people who think like I think. And that's, that's, that, that's really restored my faith in society. However, I am going to Florida very shortly to interact with all my former colleagues, and I wonder how I'm going to handle that. <laughs> well, if you think, if you listen to everything around, how many different ways the word faith is used, being used, okay? It, it is used to mean that leap from what I know to what I don't know, my experience with people to an assumption that people are good, but I'm I'm working with interactions that don't feel so good. So that's that I say I have faith in, or it's renewed my faith in, my ability to make this larger statement. So that's testing, trust-built faith. The way I'm using it is a word that says, how do you construct this larger meaning out of which you want to say that people are good? or you assume that people are good, or you work for justice, why do you care? Seriously. Why is compassion good? What does that mean? And then there are all these layers of how you do it. So you take a step back. I, don't, I understand the struggle with the word faith, but I also challenge you to reach beyond that so that you can step into this meaningful relationship with the universe, with life that is yours, that is here, that is not being dictated by a church, is not being spelled out by your past experience that says how you have to be, but that is you 
living in right relationship with this gift of life that you've been given. So how to move into that space. And if you think of a better word than faith for that, let's go with it because it's so problematic. And as people say to me, every time I do this, faith just doesn't work for me. But I say it is working for me and in this challenge of figuring it out. 